When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig. Inspiring kid confidence. Rattler in the shotgun with Gray on his right hip. There's the snap. Rattler just dancing to the middle of the field. Slides down at the 12. He's setting up the field goal. He moved just slightly right of center. And enter the stage, Gabe Burkich. There have been some big late game field goals in Sooner history. Tim Lasher in 86, Uwe Von Schaman against Ohio State. The Syracuse game winner on the road. Gabe Burkich had a game winner at Baylor. Oklahoma, still their second. Two years ago, that. but that was with a minute 40 to go in the game. This is for a walk-off shot. OU calls a timeout with two seconds left. It'll be around a 30-yard try, probably more like 29. High drama. This game will be discussed, maybe even cussed in the week to follow, but it goes down a lot easier if it's a W than an L. Oklahoma trying to move to 4-0 by hook or by crook right here. It'll be officially a 29-yard try. Spencer Jones the holder. Casey Kelleher the snapper. Gabe Burkich the kicker. West Virginia cannot call a timeout. For the win. Snap back, hold down, kick is away, and it is good! It is good! And you can unhitch the wagon. Put the ponies in the barn. Gabe Burkich, a walk-off game-winning field goal to keep Oklahoma undefeated by the narrowest of margins. Final score tonight in Norman in the Big 12 opener. It's Oklahoma 16 and West Virginia 13. What a kick. You nailed it. It's a lot of pressure there on your kicker, but he just steps up and rips that sucker. 
Uh, wow, what a close to that football game. West Virginia made the big mistake. Oklahoma made them pay for it. Gabe, what a kick, man. You always wanted to walk off. You got it. How does it feel right now? Don't feel bad, I'll tell you that. Man, this guy's anabolic as heck. <laughs> take, take, me, take me through real quick what you were seeing and what you felt when you kicked it. Wasn't thinking about nothing. Like parallel parking, right? Parallel parking, baby. How special is it to see this crowd react like this? Oh, it's great. Great game day. <laughs> and no ever concerns in your mind, was there? No, sir. There you go, guys. Gabe Burkett with the game winner. <laughs> oh, the guy is a thing of beauty. Good work, Chris Plank. A walk-off winner on Owen Field on a Saturday night. And Oklahoma wins an absolute slugfest. 16-13. Nine straight wins over West Virginia. The post-game show is next. This is Sooner Football from Learfield. On the Sooner Sports Network from Learfield, this is the Pike Pass Sooner post-game show. Pike Pass, the fastest, safest, most efficient way to travel Oklahoma, Kansas, and Texas. Also brought to you in part by Coca-Cola. New season, new Coke Zero Sugar. Now, the Pike Pass Sooner post-game show. Pistol set, four wides all tight to the line. Man in motion, jet sweep. Coming near side, it's Sam James. Tripped up in the backfield. Great play by Trouble. Delarian Turner-Yell got him. It is over in Norman, and the Sooners have won it. Exhale, Sooner Nation. 16-13 the final. Oklahoma is 4-0, believe it or not. It wasn't pretty tonight, but Gabe Burkich goes down in OU history with a walk-off game winner, a 29-yarder that splits the upright. The game-winning drive, Pike Pass drive summary. OU took over at their own eight. They went 14 plays, 80 yards, 3 minutes, 39 seconds, had six first downs. Rattler went six for six for 54 yards passing, and Burkich the game winner. Teddy, it's the first time OU has won back-to-back -back games when scoring 23 points or less since 1987. Wow. Amazing. Well, uh, you know, talked about winning football games a different way with a different style, and it's going to be a big adjustment, and it is a big adjustment offensively. Um, still struggling running the football, but your defense plays good enough to where – you got the ball last. You got a chance to go down, kill some clock, kick a field goal, walk out of here happy. Uh, I got to tell you, there's a big difference between 16-13 the <laughs> other way. Yeah. And uh, I, I know people are going to be frustrated with, with some of the things they saw out there, but within that performance, there's plenty to be really happy about. Uh, really, really solid defensive performance. That group is nails. Uh, they had the ball down inside the five, did West Virginia. And we got out of there with just a, a field goal. That saved you the football game right there. That's why you always make them snap it again. You never know. Um, and, you know, I, I said this before the game started. When you're going to be playing in closer games like this, every little detail matters. Every stop, forced field goal, penalty, turnover, it's all inflamed. Everything is bigger and means more. Uh, just proud of this group to getting out of there with the win. I mean, it felt like offensively the 
the home crowd may may cave in on you at some point, but they just kept fighting and at the end of the game had the best drive, best ball movement uh, of the entire football game. So it's a win and plenty to improve on. There's no doubt, but it's a win. And we've got about an hour and a half to talk about it with you. We will hear from Lincoln Riley and the victorious Sooners. Keep it locked in right here. This is the Pike Pass postgame show. Pike Pass. Hey, Sooners, don't get passed. Get Pike Pass. 16-13. Sooners win over West Virginia on Owen Field. This is Sooner football from Learfield. There's the snap, fourth down, lob out, Bray's got it, makes a cut, first down at the 40, no, what a move, 30, 25, 20, down the sidelines, 15, to the 10, and he's out of bounds. It'll be first and goal, and Eric Gray faked a Mountaineer out of his underwear. 16-13, Sooners win it, Gabe Burkich, a walk-off field goal, Sooner postgame show presented by Pike Pass, hey, Sooners don't get passed. Get Pike Pass. Sooner fans, be sure to catch Coach's Corner presented by Riverwind Casino every Thursday night, 7 p.m. on the Sooner Sports Radio Network and Sooner Sports TV. Oh, all right, Ted, while we wait for the postgame uh, sound to roll in from Lincoln and the fellas, let's, uh, let's talk about the defensive side of the ball first. They gave up the opening drive, long touchdown drive by West Virginia. Never let them in the end zone after that. Now, the Mountaineers got down to the half-yard line there in the second half, but got pushed away. All in all, I think you got to be very pleased, right, if you're Alex Grinch tonight. No doubt. Yeah, there there was some really good stuff out there. Now, I, I don't, I, I don't want to sound like I'm nitpicking, but Nitpick. that's, that's what happens whenever you only give up 13 points and you win the game by a field goal. You don't have a margin of error, so you do have to nitpick everything, every detail, every yard's going to matter. So we've got to we've got to tighten up the the route concept that I was talking about that they continued to hit us with the flat slant and seven route over the top of it. We've got to figure that out. That was essentially the only concept that they had success with all night. You iron that out, you're talking about absolutely shutting this team down tonight. But really good performance, good pressure up front from the D-line. Coverage, for the most part, really good on the back end. Saw the backers running, making plays. A lot of good there. A lot of good from our defense. Delarian Turner yell left the game late. We don't know his status. Unsure of what that injury was. He got stepped on. But it also looked like maybe they were working with his hamstring we saw him play a bunch of guys again tonight, even early, even in the middle of the opening drive that was the long drive. We saw Ethan Downs. We saw a lot of Caleb Kelly tonight. Surprised by that? No, I think it's going to continue to happen. And that reason that, you know, they've, they've played a lot of guys, it's why you can absorb injuries. It's why when Turner Yale goes down, you run a safety out there. You're not just in absolute panic mode because you've already played the guy a lot. You know, even though Turner Yale started, what'd you say tonight, like 20-some, 28 games in a row, something like that. So typically you would be looking at a situation where you don't have any experience behind him. So if he comes out of the game, what are we going to do? But they rotate a bunch of players through. You can absorb that. You can absorb whenever you lose a lineman like uh, Jalen Redman. D-line has a lot of snaps under the belt. They can come in and play well. So it's, it's one of the hallmarks of this defense. It's the reason they're able to absorb some of the issues that they may have with injury 
Sooners' only lead tonight was when the clock hit zero. They never led until the final kick by Gay Burkich, and they win at 16-13. No one gets you closer to Big 12 football than SiriusXM. Download the SiriusXM app and tune into SiriusXM Big 12 Radio for news, talk, analysis throughout the college football season and more. Try it out today and take your favorite Big 12 team with you on your phone, online, and at home. No car required. We'll talk about the offense next. Sooners win it 16-13 on Owen Field in the Big 12 opener. This is Sooner Football from Learfield. Rattler's got it. Looks left. Throws in zone. Caught! Touchdown! Stockner! West Virginia says it should have been incomplete as the ball came out late, but the official signals touchdown. We'll see if they take another look at this. That was a dart from Rattler to Stockner. That's your OG&E power play of the game tonight. OG&E. We energize live Sooner Post Game Show presented by Pike Pass, the fastest, safest, most efficient way to travel. Oklahoma, Kansas, and Texas. Hey, Sooners don't get past. Get Pike Pass. Sooner Radio Crew is going to be hopping in the Landers Tahoe next Friday and using the Pike Pass to get up to Manhattan, Kansas. First road test of the year. Next Saturday afternoon, 2.30 Wildcats, by the way, lost in Stillwater tonight, 31-20. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Oklahoma and OU Athletics have teamed up to recognize outstanding teachers in our classrooms and communities. Visit OUTeacherofthegame.com to nominate your teacher to be honored at an OU football game and win $1,000. We await the postgame remarks of Lincoln Riley coming up soon. Uh, Teddy, let's talk offense. They got that touchdown we just heard was it tonight only touchdown they had Gabe Burkich knocked through three field goals including the game winner at the buzzer give me your big assessment what's the takeaway from this game got to get better on the offensive line got to get better in the running game um, we can still win football games because our defense is so good they're all going to look like this until we start running the ball better is it fixable well yeah I think it's fixable um it's not going to be easy, or it would probably happen by now. So you just you, you got to keep figuring out ways to to get those guys blocking better up front. I think we need to start figuring out maybe some different concepts in the running game that we can block up better that maybe help us out a little bit. But um, the I think the offensive struggles are going to continue until the running game comes back. Spencer Rattler's report card tonight. I thought he could have played better. Uh, I thought he vacated the pocket a couple of times whenever he didn't need to. Uh, I thought he forced a couple of footballs down the field whenever he didn't need to. But all in all, I thought his performance was okay. A lot of people are going to get upset by that because they want someone to point the blame at, but it's not Spencer Rattler. Our offense has a running game problem. And as long as the running game problem is there, it's going to make life really difficult for everyone. Spencer Rattler, what was his final numbers? 26 to 36, something That's like right. that? Yes. 26, 36, 250 yards, threw the touchdown to, to Stogner. Uh, did have the interception, which was a bad football he shouldn't have thrown. But there's a lot of good in there from, from Spencer Rattler. It's just going to be really tough for everyone. If you can't run the football, 
We ran the ball for about, what, two yards a carry, maybe a little bit better. Um, it's it's going to be – that's hard. You're facing third and long routinely. You're behind the chains routinely. You become extremely predictable as a passer under those circumstances. So, you know, I until the running game is fixed, he's going to have games that look exactly like this, which is what – most quarterbacks in the country, their games look like. We're so used to running the ball for 250 yards a game and our quarterback sitting back there and just ripping the ball downfield to wide open wide receivers. That all starts because you kill people in the running game. That's not happening right now. Games are going to look a lot more like this from Spencer Rattler as, as we move forward, and that's not the main culprit. Yeah, there's plays in there he can, he can do better for sure, but the main culprit to me is the run game. This is the Pike Pass postgame show. Hey, Sooners, don't get passed. Get Pike Pass. We'll take a look at all those final stats and right around the corner are the postgame thoughts of Lincoln Riley. Sooners win it on a walk-off shot tonight from Gabe Burkich, 16-13, the final over West Virginia in the Big 12 opener. This is Sooner football from Learfield. Daggy's got the shotgun snap, going to throw. Sooners bring pressure. Screen pass is blown up. Letty Brown caught it, and he was wearing two Sooners immediately. Corey Roberson and Deshaun White. Pike pass postgame show. Sooners went 16-13. It's time now for the postgame interview with Lincoln Riley. Brought to you by Noun Hotel. We go down to the locker room. Chris Plank and Gabe Eichert. In the locker room with Lincoln Riley, Coach. Wow, uh, what a game. Pretty much a, a good old-fashioned heavyweight battle there tonight, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. I was. I, it was, uh, you know, I think a lot of resiliency of our team to, to find a way to win, you know, give us give us defensively a lot of credit. You know, we had some huge plays defensively. I thought we played pretty well in special teams. You know, had, uh, you know, a couple of the punts, and the punt team really flipped the field. Obviously had the, the field goals, obviously the big one there at the end. Great, great job by our guys executing. Offensively, we're still obviously trying to find our footing. Um, did some decent things in the passing game tonight. You know, obviously, we didn't run the ball anywhere near the way we expect to run it, and that was, I thought, really the difference offensively. So, uh, long ways to go, but it feels good winning. As far as the struggles in the run game, from your perspective, from your vantage point, is it offensive line? Is it backs being a little too hesitant, or is it just kind of a combination of all that stuff? working together yeah looks looks still looks to be a combination um i just still think there's i mean i think it i think it's all of us again i look at it and i think you know there's some things scheme wise that i would have gone back and done differently i think all of us coaches would have done differently in the run game you know I had a couple times where we dialed it up and felt like it was really there where we didn't execute um yeah i thought i could have stayed with it at times a little bit more as well and they're a good front i mean listen we we knew they're a good front but regardless we obviously have to run the ball and expect to run the ball a whole lot better the confidence you have in Gabe Burkich. I mean, yep. it, he, he keeps up, he keeps proving that it's worth every time, doesn't he? Yeah, no, he does. And uh, I got asked this uh, after the Texas game last year, is if we got in the same situation, would you do what you did again? And you, you saw it right there. One guy that stood out tonight when it comes to his physicality, and you don't always talk about physicality with wide receivers, Mike Woods, yep. I, I feel like he really made – the most of his opportunities tonight. He did. No, he was tough, physical, made some real competitive catches. Um, 
He's running aggressive with the ball. He's so close to popping a couple of those, too, that I think he will pop as we get further along. So uh, he, he's really practiced well. He's getting better as a player, and he'll continue, I think, to be a bigger and bigger weapon for us. It, 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 two more, and we'll let you get out of here. How do you manage whenever things aren't necessarily going the way you want them to offensively, but it's rolling defensively to keep that balance where you don't get frustrated and you don't let your guys get – I know you brought them together a couple mm -hmm. of times. How important is that to keep everyone up? Yeah, you just play the game. I mean, you just – these games, everybody wants to get in their mind what they think's going to happen in these games. You just – you got to play the hand you're dealt, and you got to go play the game. And there's going to be different ebbs and flows, and we've been in enough of these that we're not going to lose our patience. We're not going to lose our cool. We're going to keep our composure. And I thought we did it and played some of our best ball offensively right there at the end. In these tight games, it's one in the margins, right? Only four penalties. Mm -hmm. on the night that that's something that i know you've been preaching in practice be more disciplined with your technique got to be pleased with that yeah if we're playing cleaner you know we really are and i'm excited about the you know that's, that's a couple of these games like this that have been low possession low scoring games you're exactly right they can those penalties can can make big differences in the game i mean look at the face mask penalty there at the end i mean what a huge call that was and so um, you know, we've responded well to that, and we've needed it here as we're finding our footing. And uh, But yeah, it's, it's exciting to see, you know, that we're finding ways and we're not at our best, and, and it'll be a fun climb to try to get to our best. 4-0, Coach. Congrats on the win. Good luck this week preparing for Kansas State. All right. Thank you, guys. Post-game interview with Lincoln Riley presented by Noun Hotel. Noun Hotel coming soon to Historic Campus Corner, where service, community, and celebration are proper nouns. Follow at Noun Hotel on Instagram and Facebook. Interesting stats here about Spencer Rattler. I'm not here to tell you he played a perfect game or even a good game. Just these are the numbers in the fourth quarter on those final two scoring drives. He goes 14 for 15 for 111 yards, completed his nine, final nine passes, including all of them, all six of them, on that final drive that started at the eight-yard line. I'm sure we'll hear from Spencer coming up on the postgame show. Hopefully we get to put a microphone in front of Gabe Burkich's face. Again, we'll see. He's the hero tonight. Sooners win it 16-13. This is the Pike Pass postgame show, Sooner football from Learfield. Sending in signals. Here they come. Four-man rush. Deep shot. Far sideline. Well overthrown. Intercepted. Delarian Turner Yell picked it off. Toby and Teddy back with you in the booth. We'll get it back down to Chris and Gabe in the locker room in just a bit. Postgame show brought to you by Pike Pass. Hey, Sooners, don't get past. Get Pike Pass. In the meantime, let's take a look at the final numbers. Teddy, jump in when uh, something catches your ear here. OU had six, uh, 19 first downs, West Virginia 18. Sooners ran for 57 yards tonight, 28 carries, 57 yards, so almost exactly two yards a carry, 256 through the air. They ran 64 plays, 44 of those stats in the second half, right? They had 20 at halftime. 21, I believe. 21 at halftime, so 43 plays in the second half, 313 total yards. West Virginia, 29 rushes for 47 yards. That's Excellent. about 1.6 per carry. Excellent work there. And that's, you know, West Virginia is not different than a lot of people. That's the, the bread and butter of their their offense getting Letty Brown rolling and uh, just never had a chance to tonight. Oklahoma still has not allowed an opponent to rush for over 100 yards in any of the four games this year. How about this, Ted? Only one running back in the last three seasons 
has had a 100-yard rushing game against OU. That was Brees Hall last year for Iowa State. They've been excellent. They, you know, that defensive line, some of the stuff they do, you know, early on it was twist in games to, to make up for maybe some lack of play there. As we've moved on, we've just gotten better and better, can play it a little more straight up front. Backers, safeties, tackling well. Good stuff. Letty Brown, by the way, 15 carries, 56 total yards tonight. Uh, more team stats here. Uh, time of possession was heavily lopsided to West Virginia. Almost an 11-minute advantage in the first half. Oklahoma tightened it up a lot in the second. It ends up Mountaineers had the ball 33 minutes, OU 27. Third downs, Sooners 5 for 12. They were 1 for 2 on fourth defensively for OU. And for West Virginia offensively, they were 4 of 14 on third downs, 2 of 2. I'd like to know how many straight third downs they didn't pick up because I feel like they were four for five, maybe four for six to start the game on that yeah. opening drive. And then not sure they got a third down the rest of the way. Oklahoma in their now 12-game winning streak has still not allowed an opponent to go 50% or better on third downs. It's impressive. In that all starts with stopping the run. You know, the better you are stopping the run, the more difficult it is to convert those third downs for your opponent, third and five is a completely different story than third and nine. And uh, the better you are in early downs, that's that's when it, whenever we have issues defensively, like that that first drive, which, you know, you got to expect that. You're seeing new things from an offense, scripted plays. It's typically a drive where you, you do struggle a little bit. But the better we are in early downs is directly correlated with, with us getting off the field. Take a look at individual numbers coming up. Alex Grinch coming up next as well. Sooners win it on a walk-off shot tonight in Norman, 16-13 to over the Mountain Men. This is Sooner Football from Learfield. Third and five, three wides. The tight end, Jeremiah Hall, right into the line. Rattler fakes a handoff. Looks left, looks back right, now throws across the middle. He's got Woods at midfield, first down, makes a man miss to the 40, puts defenders down to the 35, and there's the biggest play of the night so far for Oklahoma. 16-13, Sooners win it tonight. We've been pestering stats, Kelly, since before the final kick. When is the last time, if ever, in Sooner history that OU has had a walk-off game winner? And stats, Kelly, can't find one. There have been some late field goals, but there was always time on the clock afterwards. The 86 kick against Nebraska, there was time left. The kick at Syracuse, there was time left. Uwe von Schaman's game winner at Ohio State, there was three seconds left. None of the overtimes that Oklahoma has played and won have they won it with a walk-off field goal. So as far as he knows, <laughs> as far as we can tell, this is the first walk-off winner, at least in the modern era of Sooner football. I'm sure the uh, OU media relations crew is digging as well, but that's pretty unbelievable, Teddy. Yeah. Yeah, you would – yes. Played a lot of football, played a lot of close football games, had a lot of great kickers. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting fact, but I'm glad we got one now. It ends today. We'll continue looking at the Taco Mayo final stats in a bit, but let's go back downstairs. Chris and Gabe are with Alex Grinch. 
We're down in the locker room with Alex Grinch. Wow. Well, what a defensive performance tonight, Coach. Next play mentality, right? This team embodied it tonight, didn't they? No, it was an absolute battle from, from start to finish. Start with that first drive, which, which probably is the most disappointing drive of the game. But uh, um, in any event, uh, you know, the, the, the system was in place by West Virginia to, to not allow us to, to get a lot of pressure. The ball was coming out quick, and you're, you're limited in what you can do defensively. In those, and we got to do a better job in, in some instances, obviously, uh, to, to limit some games and limit some drives. And so, obviously, that we'll evaluate that. But... Uh, um, no, when, when it's uh, when, when their number was called tonight, I, I'm very proud of the guys to to find a way. They sprinkled in a little more Garrett Green than we have seen in their previous three games. How difficult was that for you guys to adjust? Daggy coming on the field, Green coming on the field and playing that kind of cat and mouse game all night. Yeah, I mean, I think the uh, the easy answer is I don't think we adjusted very well to it. I, th I thought we had some some opportunities, some some missed assignments in that. I, I, you know, when you talk about option football and you create three bodies in the backfield and all the uh, kind of clutter that can be created if you don't have you know real good discipline eyes. Um, and so I thought we missed a couple opportunities that 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 uh, um, from an execution standpoint. And then what happens is you buy more of it, right? And so um, that that's something that uh, we, we obviously got to do a better job of. And, and uh, if it means I got to give more respect to that particular uh, uh, particular package uh, from an offense, and then that's something we'll evaluate uh, as well. How about the way the guy stepped up? You lose Delaren to a an injury, and Key Lawrence steps up, plays well out there. Justin Boyles, obviously. How about your guys picking picking up, showing their depth? No, and, and that's something that uh, you know we, we, we've talked about before in terms of having having more depth. You know, having more real depth. You know, where where you know when guy go, goes down, it's it's not uh, um, best case scenario a, a significant drop off. And so, that, but in those moments, they still got to produce. And so, um, but was pleased with that. Is also you know kind of rewind the clock. Why why do you rotate so much? Well, you rotate so much so you have an opportunity to to guys their their first game reps aren't in that type of environment and you know go have at it. Um, and so um, that that's something obviously you got to continue for. But again, I just uh, when their number was called, uh, I felt like the guy stepped up. Letty Brown, one of the best backs in this conference. You, you hold him to 56 yards rushing on 15 carries. You got to be really pleased with that. No, we were. You know, we were. It, it was just a, a, obviously a unique um, and I think you guys probably saw exactly what I saw, just a kind of a unique, uh, you know, package uh, or, or kind of mindset for them offensively tonight. Um, you know, you, you try to adjust to it defensively, but in the back of your mind the whole time is don't, don't you know, God dang, don't let them run the football. Don't let them run the football. Don't let them run the football. Don't get impatient enough in the pass game, some of the quick passing game to leave yourself vulnerable in the run game. Um, and, and uh, uh, you know, disappointed we didn't have more, you know, uh, tackles for loss. Again, you know, credit goes to them, but but, uh, um, no, it, it was good to, to get them on the ground uh, more times than not. They had some success with some of those slants, right? Mm -hmm. And they were running. I think they were just kind of reading whether you guys were in zone or man and running a little bit of a different concept over there. Yeah. What what kind of problems were those concepts presenting for you guys? Well, you know, one, one of the things we got to do is, is we got to make sure we're in man coverage concepts or that, that we're in man coverage. You know, it, it cannot be an easy throw and catch. You know, if there's a, a defender in a receiver's face and at the catch point that defender is no longer in the receiver's face, right, then then we, we got to look at the technique at the line. My whole thing is always rewind the film. Talk to me about the line of scrimmage uh, and our inability to, to do more uh, at uh, at the line puts a deficiency at the 
catch point. Um, and then in, in zone coverage, we've got to make sure that you're not just filling the zone. You're, you're um, you know, in a, in, a, in, a, in a position, right, to, to break on the football. And I thought we missed some opportunities that way uh, as well. And so something to always uh, uh, analyze and, and, and certainly uh, uh, it, it provided a, a level of frustration for us uh, uh, at, at certain times over the course of the ballgame. Hey, we'll let you go on this, Coach, but you speak of a level of frustration long drawn out drives to where they're just milking the clock. How do you make sure your guys don't get impatient? How do they balance that line? Be not jumping off sides, not stupid penalties because they're getting over anxious. Well, and that's just it is, is you know, what, what we need to do in those moments, you got to stack three good plays together. And it sounds so simple and it's not easy to do. And obviously they get a vote whether or not you're able to do it. But, you know, we talk about three now takeaway. And anytime they have a first down, whether it's, it's not just when we take the field, but at any point during the course of the drive, we got, we got to stack three good plays. And too often tonight we stack three good plays, but it, it includes a fourth. Uh, and through four ball games, I'm telling you, I, I don't know if I've, we've ever, uh, I've never been a part of so many fourth down uh, opportunities. Now, now again, that's that's um, you know obviously credit to the opponent, and, and also we got to make sure that uh, we're doing a better job to, to not uh, allow those those short yardage situations. But uh, um, no, what, what you need to do is you got you got to commit to your job. Um, you can't uh, again have an emotional response to every first down that takes place, and certainly like everybody, you want the drive to end sooner rather than later. But in the, in the end, if we can hold them to a couple field goals in that, um, it, it was still enough to win the game. I know it hadn't been perfect, but how's four and zero feel? Four and zero feels a whole lot better than any other alternative you could come <laughs> up with, um, and that, that's something that uh, you know the, the first thing we talk to the guys about every Monday as a defensive uh, unit is you know half the teams in the country lose every weekend, and as long as we're not one of them, uh, we got to make sure that's the chief takeaway, and then then and then you attack the, the practice field and go go uh, go try to get a whole lot better. Congrats to the win, coach. All right, thanks, guys. Tell you what, if you are a psychiatrist working in some other part of the country. A move to Norman, Oklahoma might not be a bad idea this week, Teddy. There are a whole lot of Sooner fans, maybe even coaches and players and broadcasters. You may be on to something. I've heard of a sports psychologist. I've never heard of a fan psychologist, but mm -hmm. it may be needed. It is a confusing start to this season. You, you've got an undefeated football team, and yet they look nothing like you expected them to look. And dealing with all of that is is uh, proving to be difficult for a fan base. And I'm not saying it shouldn't be. I'm just saying it's a unique start to the season. That's right. Sure. Uh, if this helps at all, if you're listening, gear up and get ready for games like this because they're all going to be tight. They're all going to be tight. Until we start breaking things open in the running game, people are going to defend us soft, make us march the field, do long drives. It's You're going to see a lot of close football games. How about this? Uh, West Virginia tonight started four for five. Well, they, if they were over ten, then they were four for four, right? West Virginia started four for five on third downs, never picked one up in the final three quarters of the football game. Wow. Impressive stuff. And, you know, a lot of those early on were uh, short yardage stuff. They were marching early in that er that that quick drive when they're throwing a bunch of different things at you uh, right out of the gate. So that's impressive defense. Manna from heaven has arrived, ladies and gentlemen. After this break, we have another interview with Gabe Burkich. <laughs> I don't know what's on it. I haven't heard it yet, but I promise it'll be a treat. Sooners win on a Burkich walk-off tonight, 16-13 on Owen Field. This is the Pike Pass postgame show, Sooner football from Learfield. 
on the Sooner Sports Network. From Learfield, Sooner football has been brought to you by Brahms Ice Cream and Dairy Stores, Farm Fresh for over 50 years, Chick-fil-A, download the app to earn rewards, Homeland, your homegrown advantage, Pizza Hut, no one out pizzas the hut, and by... Pike Pass, the fastest, safest, most efficient way to travel Oklahoma, Kansas, and Texas. Welcome back to the Pike Pass Sooner Post Game Show. Spencer Jones, the holder. Snap back, hold is down, kick is away, and it is good. So the Sooners take the opening possession of the second half, drive the field, and tie it up on a Burkich boot. And with 11.26 to go in the third, it's now Sooners 10, Mountaineers 10. Welcome back, Sooner Post Game Show presented by Pike Pass. Hey, Sooners don't get passed, get Pike Pass. Sooner fans, be sure to catch Sooner Football 2021 with Lincoln Riley and Dean Blevins. Presented by Integris Heart Hospital. Log on to Soonersports.com for air times on Sooner Sports TV. Gabe Burkich, the hero tonight. Three field goals, the final one, a walk-off shot. As far as we can tell, the first ever in OU football history. We got him on the field right after the game. That was a beautiful interview. Now he's had a second or two to think about it. Here's Chris Plank downstairs with, with Gabe Burkich. With Gabe Burkich, the hero, you never had a walk-off, right? Never a walk-off. Never I had walk-off. that one against Baylor two years ago, but never a walk-off. How... How'd the walk-off feel? Walk, walk us through the reaction. You see it go through. What's, I know you don't like to think. I know there's not a lot of thinking going on, but what's going through your head as you watch it sail through the uprights and you win the game? Oh, I don't know. I blacked out. <laughs> you blacked out and you came to with some little dude with a mic in front of your face losing their mind. So, you know, Casey Keller, I was watching them warm up, and he's like, this place is about to go crazy. What does it mean to you to have the confidence in your snapper, in your holder, to know that you're going to get the job done? Well, it's great to have them, like, be so confident in them because I know they're about to get that thing down every time. So it's, it's nothing new. Same old, same old, huh? Same old, same old. <laughs> I mean, the man's eyes cold. Cool as a cucumber. <laughs> so you're still not going to give us any hint of what you're thinking or what's going through your mind before you go out there? No comment. But the parallel parking is fascinating to me because that's a story, correct me if I'm wrong, but like one of your father's friends told you about related to kicking? Well, it's a long story, but... We got time, man. Tell it, us the story, Gabe. Back in Croatia, my dad's friend, he was, he was parallel parking the car. And he bumped the car behind, ran into the car in front. Eventually, he got it in the spot. You, you you could bump the cars, but you just like you can't, you can't whack. You like you gotta you gotta stay in the spot. You can hit it off the upright and end, but you just can't. You know you can't miss. You can't. So you're saying you made you it in the spot. Yeah, you I made that you ball made, on the you, field goal. You know you sometimes a little contact maybe getting it in between. Yeah. I, I see what you're saying. <laughs> hey, what is it meant to see? the specialists be such a part of the start of this season to where you had the big game against Tulane, you had the big kicks against Nebraska. What does it mean to be a part so integral of this team's success? Well, now we get to feel like we're a part of the football team. <laughs> and so we really, we just got to, we want to be able to be counted on by our other teammates. And at the end of the day. Well, if you keep winning games... I promise you, you're gonna the the, the other guys are gonna continue to be very nice to you. Yeah, thank you. We won't and let a, the team down. And the power still from the mustache, right? Yeah. Okay. Just want to make it looks good. 
Thank you. You're looking good. Well, <laughs> hey, a little thicker. Yeah. It seems like maybe a little denser. A little bit. Did you realize what a big fan you had in Bob Stoops? Had you had you heard about that? Only in Bob Stoops go way back. <laughs> <laughs> Freshman year. That's right. Congrats to the win, Gabe. Happy for you, man. An Oklahoma treasure right there, ladies and gentlemen. Gabe Burkich. I'm I'm fascinated by kickers. I know you're not a fan. I, and I'm it's just there's nothing else quite like it in sports where you've got a, a guy or, or a group of guys that are completely isolated from the rest of their team and a lot of times, quite frankly, not liked very much. And yet, sometimes things like this happen tonight. I mean, there's just not an equivalent in basketball where yeah. you've got a guy that comes in with one second left and has to hit a free throw to win the game and everybody can't doesn't like him. And, you know... It's, it's a fascinating group of individuals. There's not an equivalent because there's no other sport. I, kicking a football is not even really a part of the sport. There's Imagine if to finish a, a golf tournament you had to hit a free throw. I mean, it has nothing to do with what happens on the field for almost the entire football game. I mean, it is called football. I know. Yeah. I know. But um, at least tonight you've got to give it up. Oh, yeah. To the kicker. He – because of his mentality and listening to these interviews, mm-hmm. he's he's wearing me down. I'm, I have, <laughs> he's I'm, winning me over. He's winning me over. I'm having less of a defense uh, <laughs> on my uh, kicker stance. All right, we'll take a break. we got much more post-game reaction to come. Sooners win a tight one tonight again. 16-13 the final over West Virginia. This is Sooner football from Learfield. There's the snap. Hold is down. Kick is away. Driving and good. And we're tied. 8.52 to go. 13-13. Sooners win 16-13 tonight. Last time they won a game, won a game with so few points. West Virginia, 2013. Here they beat the Mountaineers 16-7. They win 16-13 tonight. Let's go right back downstairs. One of the stars tonight, Mike Woods. He finishes the game with... Eight catches on nine targets, 86 yards. He's with Chris and Gabe. Big day for Mike Woods, who joins us for the first time in the uh, post-game show. Mike, congratulations. What was clicking out there for you? It's like you were um, feeling it maybe as aggressive, uh, as aggressive as you've been all year yes, long. Yes, sir. I mean, I, I told myself every time I lined up, I would just say to myself, lying. Like, be a lion out there. Like, just take advantage of your opportunity. So every time the ball came my way, I'd make sure I attack it, strong hands, and try to get something after the catch every time. Yeah, some some great plays, playing with strength. That's not something you really always associate with the wide receiver mm-hmm. position, but you really you really brought some physicality mm-hmm. to the position tonight. Is that yeah. something you, you kind of had that mentality coming into this game? For sure. Like, in the run game, I try to be physical, and I feel like that benefits me in the pass game because they always got to worry about, am I running to run a route or running to block them and stuff like that. So I try to be more physical. I feel like I'm bigger than some of these guys, so try to push them around a little bit. When things aren't necessarily clicking, right, and, and it took a while, and maybe somebody said the last two drives for the offense to really get going, Mike, how important is it to keep guys up? What's that process like for you to make sure nobody gets down, nobody mm-hmm. gets frustrated, no mm-hmm. one starts finger pointing? Well, it's a competitive game, so people are going to get frustrated, but um, the more you stay together uh, and keep fighting, that's the teams that really come out with the win. Uh, if we would have went in there and got down and started bickering and stuff, we just wouldn't have been clicking on that last drive. Like, we finished the whole game. That's what we want to do, finish the game. You're clearly a team guy, mm-hmm. but 
How did it feel having the ball in your hands that much tonight, right? You did a lot of that mm-hmm. at Arkansas, the go-to guy. You led the team in targets. You led the team in reception. It's just how did it feel to play a game like that again? I mean, it felt great. I mean, that's why you come to OU, right? <laughs> so, I mean, it felt great. Um, it was good to, you know, just finally get out there and get things clicking for real. So, hopefully we can bet on this and just keep it going, keep getting these Ws. This is two games in a row now where an opposing team really tries to limit your possessions and you're over there. Yeah. You've got to wait. Yeah. You've got to wait. How hard is that? I mean, it's pretty – we don't really like it, but it's part of the game. I mean, I would do the same thing if I was coaching against Oklahoma. So, so one perfect. As you guys talked about the performance after the game, what, what was kind of Coach Riley's message to the team? Um, just keep building every, every week. Um, we're, we're known as a program that gets better throughout, throughout the season. So we just want to keep building, come in on Monday, correct the things we did wrong, build on the things we did good, and just keep going, keep getting Ws. That's all it's about. Hey, that's a great answer. Mike, yes, listen, sir. we've enjoyed chatting with you. Congratulations <coughs> on the win. Big night for you. Best of luck the rest of the Thank week. Thank you. Appreciate it. You've been calling for um, some stars to emerge in this Oklahoma offense. I don't know that eight catches for 87 yards necessarily – is that, but boy, he was awful big for him tonight, Ted. Well, I, I, tonight he was. Yep. I mean, he, it's not like we we saw like 70-yard touchdowns streaking down the sideline, but those plays ended up being huge in this football game. Those were uh, converting third downs, tough yards after catch, put your head down, work, go grab the ball away from the defender, secure it. Yeah, those, those, are, those are great plays, consistent. Uh, eight catches is a big night, 86 yards, especially whenever we're talking about uh, limited possessions, limited snaps, limited yardage. When you've got that big of a, uh, of a chunk of it, that means you're doing something right. He had a tough catch in the fourth quarter on the far sideline and a ball that he got in a wrestling match with, mm-hmm. with I think it was Daryl Porter, the defender. Mario Williams had a tough catch tonight. Remember the one that was reviewed yeah. and uh, made a cradling catch that was nice? Stogner went up and made that. That touchdown, the touchdown catch. was a tough, Great. contested catch. Drake Stoops's catch on that final possession was a big one. So uh, some guys made some some tough grabs tonight. Here's the rest of the stats. Individual numbers now brought to you by Taco Mayo. Big appetite, bigger savings. Download and save today. Spencer Rattler goes 26 of 36 passing tonight, 256 yards, one touchdown, one pick. He was sacked four times. Eric Gray, the leading ground gainer, 12 carries, 38 yards. Kennedy Brooks, 5 for 17. Uh, That is a 3.2 average for Gray, 3.4 average for Brooks. We just just heard from Mike Woods. He was their leading receiver tonight. Eight catches, 86 yards. Mario, 4 for 34. Gray, 3 for 52. Hazelwood, 3 for 21. Another fairly quiet night for Marvin Mims. He had a couple of catches tonight, but still hasn't broken out yet. Yeah, well, you know, Marvin Mims is the big play guy, the the guy we saw last year break some long uh, pass plays. It all ties back to the run. Whenever you struggle running the football, especially against split safety looks, it's you're never going to force defenses into having to bring pressure and uh, having to bring a safety down into the box to stop the run. So you're going to get a lot of big coverages, too high shell coverages, and it's hard to take the top off against those. So a lot of your plays end up being underneath uh, passing plays that are tough possession-type 
completions like what Mike Woods had. Brian Osamo and Pat Fields each had nine tackles to lead the way. Delary and Turner Yell, eight tackles and that interception. West Virginia numbers, Jarrett Dagey, 20 of 29 passing, 160 yards, no touchdowns, one interception. He was sacked once. Letty Brown, we mentioned 15 carries, only 56 yards. Bryce Ford Wheaton and Winston Wright, big in the pass game for the Mountaineers tonight. Ford Wheaton, eight catches, 93 yards. Wright, seven for 65. Josh Chandler Semedo was their leading tackler with 12. Final stats brought to you by Taco Mile. Dr. Tim Shannon and Dr. Mark Revels at Orthodontics exclusively are proud to present the junior captain of the game. For info on how your child can take the field with your OU team captains, go to orthoexc.com. We see your taillights out there. We know you're still listening. We got more post-game reaction coming up. We'll hear from Perry on Winfrey next. Sooners win it on a walk-off boot tonight, 16-13 over the Mountaineers. This is Sooner Football from Learfield. Second and 12, 5-13 to go, tie game. Dagey the snap went by him. It's rolling back to the 50-yard line. Dagey falls on it, back in his own territory. Zach Frazier snapped it low and right past Dagey all the way back to his own 44. Biggest play of the game tonight, Tim? Got to be. Yeah. West Virginia driving late in the game. We're having some success offensively. And next thing you know, you got a, what, a snap infraction. Was it the very next play? Yeah. Yeah. And then the next play, he... He fires it past the quarterback, and they're in field goal range. All they do at that point, it's third and forever. They hand it off, not trying to make a critical mistake, punt it, and they never touch the ball again. Huge play there. West Virginia goes backwards, shoots themselves in the foot. Sooners win at 16-13. Thanks in large part to the people of Oklahoma Oil and Natural Gas, America became energy independent, helping secure our economic and national security. Listen to Sooner Sports Talk presented by Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue with head coach Lincoln Riley. Ted and I on Tuesdays at Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue at 7 p.m. The Whataburger Pico de Gallo Burger is back. Two fresh all-beef patties, melty pepper jack cheese, creamy cilantro lime sauce, and fresh Pico de Gallo. Yes, a whole lot of fresh meets a whole lot of flavor here for a limited time. Perry on Winfrey downstairs with the guys. Perry on Winfrey joins us in the postgame locker room. I, I think Gabe asked the best question. You know, you guys really did a good job in battling. Uh, you scared the center into a bad snap, which is fantastic. But take me through the right. game plan and the persistence and the stick to of this defense tonight. Um, the persistence is just there because our coach always preaches, like, next rep mentality. Like, no matter what it is during the game, no matter if we're down 14, 21, it doesn't matter. Like, we're going to go out there and we're going to finish and we're going to give it our all every single snap to the game is hit zero. The key to their offense early in the season has been running the ball with Letty Brown. Right. How good did it feel to shut Letty Brown down tonight and really just control things at the line of scrimmage right. against their run game? I mean, I feel like for two straight weeks, we've gone against teams who wanted to um, show their dominance and run the ball, and we just wanted to show that we are capable of stopping the run. And once we stopped the run, we could do what we love to do, and that's rush the passer. So just going out there and being able to show that we are the most physical team and dominating every single snap, we just love to do that and put that on film. So we've asked the coaches this about 
teams are going to try to milk the clock against you. How frustrating is that on the field for you? Because you're in, you're set, you're ready to go, they're taking their time and they're dragging things out. I mean, Perion, what's that like in the moment? How frustrating can it be and how do you battle it? I mean, it's, it's it's frustrating at times, but like Coach always says, like control what you can control. So we never like let it get too much in our head. We just like know that they're gonna drain the clock out. So while we're out there, we gotta give the most of our opportunities. Post game, right? What do you what do you say to your teammates on offense, right? Because this is this is a game where it, it really felt like. You guys on the defensive side of the ball winning guys the football game. Right. How do you make sure that those guys aren't too down on themselves that you know you, you continue to build them up moving forward in this season? Right. Well I wanna say as a collective, we definitely won this game together, but um in the locker room like we just have each other's back and we know that eventually they're gonna get this right because I came to Oklahoma because the offense was so powerful and I knew that we could change the defense. So I know that Lincoln Riley and the offense are gonna get it together and start scoring points again. That's that's the least of our worries. Our worry was defense and we got that we got that figured out. So like we're just gonna keep building every week. It's, just, it's like people just can't pick. They, it's like <laughs> now they're awesome on defense. And everyone's still mad for some reason. What has that meant, though, Perron, before I let you get out of here, to be a part of a narrative change, to see this defense become what Speedy has become? Right. I, um, on my visit, that's what I <laughs> – on my visit, that's what uh, I – that's what I um, – that's why – that's <laughs> – <laughs> this is the chillest post-game interview ever. He sit down and DTY tried to mess with him. You came here and that's what right. you wanted to do? Um, yeah, like that was one of the main reasons I came here. I wanted, I could have easily went to another school that had a great defense and this and that. No, I wanted to come somewhere, like Grinch always says, like give me the hard shit. I wanted to go somewhere where we could change the culture and change the identity of the defense and let, my, let people know like this is Oklahoma and we could be known for offense and defense and that's what we did. Congrats on the win, man. Great to watch you play. Good job. That's a good sound bite there from Perry on Winfrey. Whether you rent or own, Geico makes it easy to bundle home and car insurance. Having a home is hard work, so get a quote at geico.com. Easy. Teddy, when we come back, I need your mid-first bank player of the game tonight. That might be easy as well. We've got more post-game reactions still to come. Sooners win it on as far as anybody can find. The first ever walk-off field goal in OU football history. 16-13 the final tonight over West Virginia. This is Sooner football from Learfield. 136 to go. Clock is stopped. Second and nine. Rattler, play action. Rolls right. Double. On the Sooner Sports Network, from Learfield, Sooner football has been brought to you by Allstate, score savings worth celebrating, championship savings for the win. Welcome back to the Pike Pass Sooner postgame show. 136 to go, clock is stopped, second and nine. Rattler, play action, rolls right, double pump, looking, looking, throws across the field, Stoops caught it! Drake Stoops, a sliding catch at the 34, and now they're in Burkett's range. Indeed they were, and he won it with a 29-yarder tonight, 16-13. to Teddy, I need your mid-first bank player of the game tonight. Well, I typically wouldn't do this, but <laughs> since uh, it's the only walk-off field goal that we can find, at least in the modern era, uh, I guess I'll give the player of the game to Burkich, the closer. Uh, how painful was that? It hurt. It hurt. 
Mm-hmm. No, it was big though. Hey, uh, that's that won us the football game. You know, I, <laughs> what else can you say? It's it's not easy to step out there on the field. All the pressure, everyone's looking at you and, and drill it, and he did just that. Mid-first bank player of the game tonight is who? Burkage. Burkage. The closer. <laughs> Premier partner of OU Athletics is Mid-first Bank, and your exclusive home for the OU Visa debit card and OU Rewards credit card. Visit midfirst.com slash Sooners for details. Mid-first bank, true to your money, member FDIC. We have a, uh, a new sponsor this week, TJ. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Teddy. It is... Uh, Orange Elephant Roofing, and their sponsorship is the Elephant in the Room. The Mm -hmm. Orange Elephant Roofing Elephant in the Room. Let's address the Elephant in the Room. Don't let the name fool you. Orange Elephant Roofing is trusted by the Crimson and Cream, the official roofing sponsor of OU Athletics. I I like that. I think the Elephant in the Room is the quarterback position. Uh, Spencer Rattler was uh, received a significant amount of heat from Sooner Nation in various platforms this past week, fair or unfair. Uh, maybe even received some heat during the game tonight mm-hmm. from the crowd. Uh, I guess how did he play as the elephant in the room, and is is he the right guy at the position? He's definitely the right guy at the position. 26-36, and 36, he had the interception. Uh, not a good play there for him. Uh, but I think he's, I think he's playing well. He could play better. There's stuff there that he could do better. Um, but I would argue the elephant in the room is the fact that we cannot run the football. Okay. Since Lincoln Riley has been at OU, we've been the number one rushing team in the Big 12, and it's not even close, like by a massive margin. And right now, we're middle of the road in the Big 12 at best. We're probably uh, towards the lower end of it right now. Tonight, we ran the ball. What We ran it uh, 28 times for 57 yards. That's not Oklahoma football. That's not this offense. When this offense rolls at its best, it's when we run the ball really well. We're not doing that right now, and we're not protecting Rattler very good for sacks. He's not getting a whole heck of a lot of help. And to to have an offensive line that's that's – giving up four sacks and not running the football and still go 26 to 36 for 256 and a touchdown in a game when yards are really tough to come by that's saying something i'm not saying he's been perfect he has not been perfect there's mistakes there there's some accuracy issues there's some decision making problems um i think at times running the football he's he, he could be better be more decisive but he's not the only problem on this football team, or I would even say the main problem on this football team. And now, trust me, with the offensive line playing the way they are, no running game, it's not the time to put a true freshman quarterback in. If you missed it, we shared earlier in the postgame, on the final two drives, the final two field goal drives where they tied it and won it in the fourth quarter, Rattler went 14 of 15 passing completing his last nine passes, went six for six on that final drive when they started at their own eight-yard line. So when they needed it most, he was good yeah. late, yeah. which is the most important thing. But trust me, again, he there's, there's improvement there for sure. I'm not saying that Spencer Rattler has been perfect, but I, just, I, I do believe that he's getting 
way more of the blame than he is deserving of. Back downstairs, Pat Field stands by with Chris and Gabe. Hanging out with Pat Fields, a solid performance by this defense, man. Congratulations. Take us through what it was like out there. Um, I mean, I think it was just hard, like a lot of adversity, a lot of moments, you know, you just got to respond. And I think it's just like everything that we pride ourselves on as a defense, like being able to play things one play at a time. Um, like the last two games, like Nebraska 16-play series to start the game. Um, this The first – First series, you know, we gave up a touchdown, long series, but came back and responded um, and stopped them from there on out. Take me through the differences for your your position or you guys as a defense when Deggy was on the field as opposed to when Garrett Green was on the field at quarterback because it, it was clear that they wanted to continue to change that up and make you guys, you know, kind of play on your heels a little right. bit having to think about different situations as they changed quarterback over and over. Right. So at the, uh, with, with Garrett, I believe, number six, we uh, were anticipating like a lot more read option, um, RPOs. If it is pass game, get the ball out quick. Um, with, with their normal quarterback, we were thinking like, you know, their true offense, so maybe a little bit more drop back pass. Um, it was kind of interesting, though. I don't I – don't, We'll, we'll be playing teams and we won't even see like as much as like what we see on film. Like, I think they motioned way more than they had uh, any game this year. And then just like even our first three games, we've, we've seen like more bunch than any defense in the country. So I think uh, maybe that's like respect to us, kudos to us. But it's just interesting. Um, but I think it's good. You know, we just go out and respond to everything. And then like Coach Grinch, Coach Grinch said to us earlier, like we've seen everything already this year from like on balance to X off, which they tried to do. They did X off uh, and. Uh, two times in one series. Uh, the second time, it looked like they were just doing it to get an indicator of what I was doing, the free safety. Um, we got unbounced. We got hokey. So, I heard hokey a lot on the sideline. <laughs> Whenever they're in hokey, you guys got to talk. <laughs> I heard that a lot. But with that in mind, what, you guys figured it out. One, one right. maybe tough series to start the game off, and then you got on the whiteboard, and, and you had a pretty good feel for it, didn't you? Right, and I think it's just like we, we just repeat things so much because we don't change our defense. The same things that we're doing right now, we were doing in January, so we don't have like some week-to-week magic defense that's supposed to stop everything in the world. We just commit to what we do, you know what I mean? Sometimes we, uh, we, we win, of course, way more times than we lose, but whenever we lose, we're accepting of it, we respond to it, um, and we stick to our rules. You've been here a long time. <laughs> Uh, you remember what it was like back in the day on the defensive side of the ball. Right. How, how does it feel knowing how far y'all have come? That When you look at this game, right, it was, it was the defensive side leading the charge to a victory. Um, it's big. It's funny because, like, you know, sometimes we'll be talking to, like, the young dudes, you know, the freshmen, the sophomore, and they don't know any better. Like, they came in to Coach Grinch, so they think – it was all, you know, peaches and cream. <laughs> so, you know, sometimes as older guys, you know, we'll be getting frustrated. We understand, like, the sense of urgency because it's like we don't want to go back to what we were. What we were. And then we know, like, uh, especially this game, this day and age and in this game, like, we could be a great defense today and then come out not focusing against Kansas State and give up 600 that quick. So, I mean – Everybody has urgency about it. You know, we don't want to go back to what we are. We make a, we take pride in that. And we take pride in, in, you know, being Oklahoma defense. You look at all of our, all of our historically great teams, and that's what we were. You know, what I mean, from Roy Williams to uh, Teddy Lehman to Tommy Harris to all the older guys. You know, that's what it is. It's a good job mentioning Teddy Lehman as we throw it back to him. Thanks, Pat. <laughs> Congratulations on the win, man. Yes, sir. It- I'm fully convinced that Teddy paid him to do that. (laughs) (laughs) 
How about that, Ted? Nice. Hey, I like that. A little love from the youngsters. Uh, yeah. Hey, let me change. Well, who do I have as player of the game? Let's change that. <laughs> yeah. Pat Fields. Let's go to Pat Fields. Has just been changed to the player of the game tonight. By the way, OU goes four for four in the red zone tonight. One touchdown, three field goals. They are now 21 of 22 in the red zone this year. That's best in the country. Now, they still are only scoring in the red zone. There's no, They're not getting the big play touchdowns, but... There have been times in recent years, in fact, last year, correct me if I'm wrong, before Ramondre came back, they had a terrible time in the red zone early in the yeah. year, punching it in. And uh, so 20, what did I just say? Uh, 21 of 22 trips to the red zone, they have scored. 17 of those 21 have been touchdowns. Yeah, it's, it's impressive. It's impressive to be able to close off that good. And, you know, a lot of it is it, – Discipline play. You know, we talked about the the details in games that are going to be this tight. You look at, you know, one of the differences in the game. You could say it's the difference in the game was the false start by West Virginia on the half-yard line Mm -hmm. that pushes them back to the six. They end up kicking a field goal there instead of scoring a touchdown in a game that you won by three points. So those details matter. Uh, So whenever you're punching them in, in the red zone, that's huge. we got to keep that up. Sooner fans, come visit the best place to gear up on your favorite OU products. The Sooner Shop is the official fan shop of OU Athletics located on the west side of Owen Field. Open Monday to Saturday, 10 to 5, Sundays 10 to 3. Curbside pickup also available through the Oklahoma Sooners app. One more commercial break. When we come back, we'll take a lap around the scoreboard and wrap it up. 16-13 Sooners win it and historic finish tonight here in Norman. This is Sooner Football from Learfield. Gabe Burkich, the kicker. West Virginia cannot call a timeout for the win. Snap back, hold down, kick is away, and it is good! It is good! And you can unhitch the wagon! Put the ponies in the bar! Gabe Burkich a walk-off game-winning field goal to keep Oklahoma undefeated by the narrowest of margins. Final score tonight in Norman in the Big 12 opener. It's Oklahoma 16 and West Virginia 13. And that undoubtedly is your Pizza Hut delivery of the game tonight. No one out pizzas the hut. Chris Plank with the Pizza Hut delivery of the game in the booth. Bringing us some Pizza Hut for the postgame show. Much appreciated. Sooners have won 12 straight games, second only to Alabama, who has now won 18. They were tied with Texas A&M, but their win streak snapped today by Arkansas. Turnover margin on the year stays at a plus five. Both teams had one interception tonight. Sooners have now won nine straight games over West Virginia. 137th straight sellout tonight at Owen Field. And Oklahoma improves to 13-3 and in the Rough Rider uniforms. We'll see if we see them on the road sometime this year. My guess is Baylor. There's certain teams they like to wear them against. West Virginia and Baylor seem to be the, uh, the favorite picks. Uh, time for the Janet King clean sweep of scores from around the country. Don't you, are, you do not need to get home so you can get to church in the morning or anything? That's Kelly. Janet King, clean sweep of scores from around the country. Uh, Big 12. 
Baylor knocks off Iowa State in Waco 31-29. You surprised by that, Ted? Not surprised. I thought about picking the the upset there. I reluctantly went with Iowa State. I was kind of wanting Iowa State to win that game, hoping that we'd have a, maybe a premier top 10 matchup here later this year, but that's most likely going to be you gone. You might have it with Baylor this I know, route. I know. Baylor's a legitimate football team, really good defense, and they found a way to start moving the football. Baylor's 4-0. OSU's 4-0. They beat K-State 31-20. to For the second straight week, Oklahoma State wins without scoring a point in the second half. That's hard to do. SMU knocks off TCU in Fort Worth 42-34. to Texas put up 70 today on Texas Tech in Austin. 70 to 35 the final Kansas loses at Duke 52 to 33 other scores involving top 25 teams around the country still going on BYU leads South Florida 28 to 6 in the third they're at halftime number three Oregon up 24 to 10 on Arizona number one Bama no problem with Southern Miss 63 14 number two Georgia blanks Vandy in SEC play 62 to nothing today Iowa got pushed, but they stay unbeaten. They beat Colorado State 24-14. Penn State's unbeaten. No problem with Villanova today, 38-17. How about Arkansas? They've now beaten Texas and Texas A&M this year. The Hogs are 4-0, 20-10 the final at Jerry World. They're tough. They're really good on both, both sides of the football, both lines of scrimmage. Got some good, tough football players. Double overtime. North Carolina State hands Clemson their second loss of the season, 27-21. Tough whenever you can't score. Clemson's going through that right now. Ohio State 59-7 over Akron. SEC game. Florida uh, easily gets by Josh Heupel in Tennessee, 38-14. Big fourth quarter for Notre Dame. They scored 31 points in the fourth to beat Wisconsin, 41-13 at Soldier Field. Michigan is 4-0. 20-13. They got pushed by Rutgers, but beat them in the big house today. Nebraska takes Michigan State to overtime in East Lansing, but falls 23-20. Good showing, though, by the Huskers. It is. That, that's a pretty tough Michigan State football team. Mel Tucker's done a really good job with them. Uh, Nebraska, I, I halfway feel bad for the guys. They are really close to being a good football team. They just cannot get over the hump. And UCLA bounces back to win at Stanford today, 35-24. to Your Janet King, clean sweep of scores from around the country. Janet King is the king of clean. We've got one more interview for you. We have not yet heard this year in the postgame show from the newest OU assistant coach. Joe John Finley is downstairs with Chris and Gabe. Joe John Finley, man, congratulations on the win. Fun atmosphere. Um, how'd you feel about the way this team was able to perform and got out a win? Oh, extremely proud of them. You know, you take your hat off to, to West Virginia and their defense, and especially our defense. And uh, uh, obviously got to get better on offense, but, you know, every game in this league, you, you're going to have to go out and fight for it. And our guys did that and finished and, and uh, happy to be sitting 4-0 right now. Yeah, some, some interesting body types on the edge that your guys had to block tonight. How did you feel they held up in the run game when you asked them to block in those situations? I think they did a good job. Uh, You know, every week that's going to be a challenge. You know, every week we're going to play against uh, some of the best guys on the edge. And uh, 
they got they got to do that. They got they got to split out and run routes and and do it all. But uh, they've taken that challenge and run with it, and just got to continue to get better. What do you think it meant for Austin to get back in the end zone tonight? Oh, I think he, it was a big deal for him. You know, he went through a lot last year. I know cool. I wasn't here with him as he went through it, but just hearing about it and, and uh, you know, he deserves it. He's worked his butt off ever since I've been here. And uh, team guy and uh, excited to see him be successful. It's clear that teams are now going to try to shorten the game, limit y'all's possessions. Does that create more of a sense of urgency for you guys every time you have the football, or is it something you discuss within the game when, when teams are trying to play that way? Um, you know, it changes the game for sure, but our mentality is going to be one play at a time every, every single game. You know, it doesn't matter, you know, if you score 60 or, or, or 14, whatever it is, every, every play you're going to have to come out and play and execute, and then... You know, some games you're going to go score a whole bunch of points, and sometimes you got to win 16-13. And I uh, thought our guys did a great job responding in the second half and especially on that last drive, going down to win it and doing what we needed to do to win it. And uh, obviously we're not satisfied with, with our performance tonight, but, you know, we're, we're happy to, that they went out and finished that. We've been, it's been a, been fo- a big focus for us all offseason is finishing games, and that's what they did tonight. What's we'll you go on this. Um, you've been a part of some special teams as a player, as a coach. Um, obviously, this is a team that's still coming together, but what have you seen from this team that's kind of really stood out and impressed you so far? Uh, just like I just said, just the, the, the finishing mentality. You know, they, they very easily could have got frustrated and, and started getting down on each other and, and uh, you know, like I said, just getting frustrated. But they, they kept their head in it, played one play at a time, and, and made just enough plays to go win it in the end. And big help from our defense. Congrats, Joe John. Awesome to watch you guys. All right. Good to hear from a uh, very good former Sooner now, a great part of this coaching staff. His position had the only touchdown tonight, Austin Stogner. There's another contested catch for Oklahoma. Let's take a look at this week's upcoming Sooner Athletic events. We go on the road for the first time next Saturday. It'll be a 2.30 kickoff in the Little Apple, Oklahoma and Kansas State. Sooner Teddy trying to break a two-year losing streak to the Wildcats. Yeah, and it's going to be a hard-fought football game. I know Oklahoma State won tonight. Uh, I, my guess is that we're going to see Skylar Thompson. Now, there's nothing. It's not like I have any inside information on that or anything, but uh, at least that's what we better plan for because they're a completely different football team whenever he's at the helm. Um, they're not good at the backup quarterback spot. It cost them last year. It's already cost them this year. Um, I would be gearing for Skylar Thompson to come in and play even if he's not 100%, my guess is that he's going to be out there. But tough football team, uh, play well defensively, typically don't cost themselves. They've cost themselves with their backup quarterback. <laughs> That's kind of why I'm saying I, I'm banking on seeing Skylar Thompson. But um, they're going to be tough, especially at home. Ready for a road trip? Let's do it. Why not? Are you driving or am I driving? How about I'll follow you up there? I don't have others absolutely no way you will follow me i promise you that why because you're not patient enough you'll follow me for about 10 miles and then it'll whip around me and you'll beat me there by a half hour well at some point you do have to pass the lead blocker you know if you're going <laughs> to score the touchdown i'm looking forward to taking the show on the road it'll be fun be awesome. next week always a fun atmosphere in manhattan will be tons of sooner fans up there we can't wait our pregame coverage We'll start for you across the Sooner Radio Network next Saturday afternoon 
at 12.30. This look at upcoming OU Athletic events brought to you by Kincaid Coach, the official motor coach carrier of OU Athletics. You have been listening to the Sooner Post Game Show presented by Pike Pass, the fastest, safest, most efficient way to travel Oklahoma, Kansas, and Texas. Thanks to our crew tonight, Teddy Lehman, Chris Plank, Gabe Eichert, Andrew Shepard. Dennis Stats Kelly did an amazing job tonight, especially in the fourth quarter and in the post game, looking up all that history. He is the absolute best statistician in America. We don't give him enough credit. Teddy, wouldn't you like to say something about Stats Kelly tonight all, and the all, great job that he did? You're right. He did fantastic. He is the best stats guy that we know of. That we know of. As far as we can. As far in as modern we history. In modern anyway. history. Tom Shores is our sideline engineer. Drake Dyken, our engineer and producer. Daniel Anderson running the show for us back at our Sooner Network studio. The Oklahoma Highway Safety Office is a proud sponsor of OU Athletics and wants to remind you that drinking and driving is deadly and illegal. Together we can end DUI. Visit endoiok.com for more information. Final score one final time from Owen Field in Norman in the Big 12 opener tonight. It was Oklahoma 16, West Virginia 13. A walk-off field goal by Gabe Burkich is the difference. Until next Saturday in Manhattan, this is Toby Rowland saying, Sooners win and Boomers Sooner, everybody. On the Sooner Sports Network, from Learfield, Sooner football has been brought to you by OG&E. We energize life. OU Help, the future of health is here. Orange Elephant Roofing, trusted by the Crimson and Cream, the official roofing sponsor of OU Athletics. And by MidFirst Bank, exclusive home of the OU Visa debit card and OU Rewards credit card. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Sooner Sports Network. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm-mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. All state vehicle and property insurance company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.